1: Thing to
2: do when you got a hitting streak.
1: Only one guy did it more than me. That's Joe DiMaggio.
0: Brian Porthin for Matt Spiegel today. With three games left in baseball's regular season, Aaron Judge sat on 60 home runs going in to Tuesday. He didn't make American League history in game one of yesterday's doubleheader in Texas, but he didn't waste any time in game two of the Twin Bill. Going on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 60 second. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger Hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And
1: the American
0: League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. So with less than 24 hours left in the regular season, number 99 hit number 62, to left field there in Texas. Jesus Tinoco will be the answer to a trivia question for years to come as he was the Rangers pitcher that judge teed off on there at the start of game two of that doubleheader. And Aaron judge is now the American league home run King. Think of the pressure judge has faced all season long in the Bronx. It's a contract year. First off, he's been carrying the Yankees offense on his shoulders the entire season And then you have a month-long countdown to 62, as he sat on 60 and 61, much longer than anticipated. So you got to wonder, is the pressure off Judge for the playoffs? Will he be able to relax and carry the Yankees to their first World Series appearance in 13 years? Speaks and I have our postseason preview episode tomorrow. Be sure to check it out. It is BTS Daily Inside the Hits. And when it comes to Beat the Streak, there is no drama left like there was with Judge and whether or not he would hit number 62. No one's going to reach 57 on Beat the Streak this year and the 5.6 million. No one is going to reach 45 and Kiyoshi Lotus, 26, who is the sole winner of the top streaker prize of $10,000. And by the way, Kiyoshi Lotus, 26, joined yesterday's episode as we officially crowned him the 2022 Beat the Streak champ and soon-to-be-owner of The 10 Gs. Our special guest on today's episode is The Man Upstairs. You've heard us talking about him all season long. It's Greg Klayman, the inventor of Beat the Streak 22 years ago.
2: All right, we are now with Greg Klayman, who we have lovingly called The Man Upstairs, like Will Ferrell revealed at the end of the Lego movie. Greg, you have loomed over our entire season. Thank you for inventing the game, which we have uh, in. Enjoyed dissecting every day of the season
1: yeah i'm uh i'm thrilled that you guys have dissected it every day and uh i'm glad i'm uh, i'm still i'm still looked uh looked at this way after 22 years so i appreciate it
2: oh my god yes sir um did you play this year do you play still
1: i do i mean obviously i can't win that's always been a bit of a bummer um (laughs) you know i play i will say without revealing too much i'm pretty bad at the game which is really embarrassing to say um, I think, you know, in my whole career, I don't think I've ever, I think I've passed 16 only once. And that was with the use of uh, our Mulligan feature years back. And I got up to 20, 29 with it. Um, but yeah, for the most part, reaching double j- digits is uh, is not a common occurrence these days. Um, whereas, yeah, I, I think years ago, I, uh, I had a little bit of a system that worked well. And these days, it's just a bit of, it's a bit of a crapshoot and it never works out for me.
2: Well, see, that's fascinating because that's obviously true for me and for Ryan Forth. Um, our producer, as we've been playing all year and every once in a while we have screamed, we are invaluable when our advice just, you know, goes belly up. I, I, I've had so much fun dissecting the strategy. We shared some of your previous tips, the leadoff hitter on the road, stuff like that. Um, it, it, you know, so it's interesting. Do you think anything has emerged as more important as time goes on how to do this or how not to do this?
1: You know, I mean, I always go with what you just said as being number one. You know, number number two, you know, for me, it's you know trying to find guys that just aren't going to walk a lot. And I know I've said that I probably said that in the past as well. But you know, it's it's trying to get five at bats, right? Uh, not just five, not just five plate appearances, but five at bats. But um, so to me, you know, it's 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 the batter and the pitcher combination, right? Are you facing a pitcher, um, you know, who doesn't walk too many folks? A batter who's not going to draw 120 walks a season. Uh, and then also part of it, just, you know, is that a, you know, is that a pitcher who, you know, what I, what I like, uh, I say what I like in my track record is terrible, uh, but, <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, in, in my experience, you know, again, try, you know, not facing a dominant pitcher, trying to face a guy that's in a bit of a slide, uh, you know, from the hitter side, you know, not too much of a correlation of a guy having a long, a long hitting streak or not, you know, I don't like picking a guy that's in like a, in a big slump right now, but the difference of a guy who's been going, you know, who's hit 250 the last two weeks or 330 the last two weeks doesn't seem to matter too much. So again, five at-bats, weaker pitcher, um, you know, I would say weaker pitcher who doesn't walk a lot of guys Again, going there aren't, you know, there aren't so many guys that maybe fit that criteria. Um, and then also, and I know, I think you, you know, you guys may believe in this, but, you know, there's always a thought of the, you know, the the batter pitcher matchup. Um, and again, I, I like I like historical records. All the guys here will tell me that, no, you you know, you can't look at it unless there's been at least 50 at bats in the last five years. And even then, you know, batter pitcher stats. are But, you know, I, I like that stuff. Again, if a guy's gone, you know, if a guy's seven for 12 off a guy the last year, I, I, that's, that's something that stands out to me. So uh, all out of bad advice because obviously this doesn't work for me. Uh, but I'll admit, in, in recent years, um, you know, I don't want to say I get lazy, but I tend to go with the, the recommended picks, sort of what's being laid out there. And then only when, when I get above, you know, 10, a few times it happens, do I really start to dissect a little bit deeper.
2: Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, and there's just so much. It can be overwhelming. But you touched on the small sample size matchups. Having been around and in clubhouses for, you know, 20, 30 years at this point in my life, the, the confidence and the belief in a hitter that they own somebody cannot be overstated. So when we see that Jock Peterson has Adrian Hauser, you know, that he's like six for 11, a lifetime. Or when I see like yesterday, I picked David Fletcher, who's 11 for 20 against Cole Irvin and it happens to be a contact bat. But in a small sample dominance like that, that's a play for me now every time. I believe that more at the end of this year than I did at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and listen, and it's obviously trickier nowadays where right? with starters, you know, not going as deep into games.
0: Right. You know, you're you're not just
1: looking at the starter, right? You're looking at every batter's probably facing a reliever twice and probably two different relievers. Um, and it's tricky because again, a lot of bullpen's have so many names, uh, either that, you know, the average fan isn't overly familiar with, um, you have all these powerful arms coming up all the time. Um, you know, as well as again, you may have no no sample size of data at all, right? You may have a you know zero one you know curve at bat against somebody. So it's hard, you know again, when this game was invented, you know what what you know twenty two years back, um you know there were you know it was it wasn't quite you know nineteen you know fifty or nineteen ten where guys were pitching complete games all the time, but at the same time, you had a better feel for how a game may play out where it's definitely just it's it's a lot trickier these days.
2: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, and, and that dovetails, obviously, with the difficulty and offense in the game itself, in baseball itself. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've felt like BTS was uh, a corollary to the, the, the things that ail Major League Baseball um, a, along the way. Um, do, he, there was a moment this year when we just lost it because a dude was streaking really high and really hot. And and he continued it with Tyler Naquin. Tyler freaking Naquin. Mm. Like, the, the, the willingness to take a lesser-known name with a good sample as opposed to, in a big moment, it, as your streak is climbing, going with a bona fide. That, that takes some stones, doesn't it? it it's difficult to, to wrap my head around.
1: Sometimes. You know, you, you just gave me an idea, actually. I kind of like the, you know, should there be some sort of bonus or – extra mulligan or x or something if you let's say you pick you pick a player who's not in the top whatever it might be you know recommended or batting average or or such the hit rate leaders whatever you want to look at i don't know that's an interesting take actually right like if you want to go with a guy uh who's not an obvious pick you know should there be some sort of benefit to you um yeah yeah i think this gave me a good idea there
2: well, you know, you, you've had a lot of good ideas. Like, so some of the stuff that I've heard about that's gone right now, like Bizarro beat the streak. I've heard about, or like, get get your streak in one day. Like, you could make 57 picks in a day. Like, some of these things used to exist, right? They sound kind of amazing. These yeah.
1: Things. Yeah. We had, were there. Uh, if you had said in some of our meetings, you know, go 10 or 15 years back, I mean, we we like, we, we threw everything at the wall, right? And we, we tried other forms of beat the streak too. And honestly, most of them did not do that well uh you know from home run beat the streak to save streak to win streak you know we tried a lot of things um and in the end you know regular beat the streak always worked well and then part of the issue we had years ago um before we introduced you know the double down feature um you know a decade or so back was that once you hit like august 1st right uh before double downs and then september roughly september 1st with double downs you couldn't win anymore if you went back to zero right yeah. Um, so we have a lot of people, you know, it kind of it was just kind of disappointing. You play four months, your streak ends August 2nd, let's just say. And now it's like, well, I can't win now. Right. So that's when we came up with the uh, the beat the streak in a day concept. Uh, and when we first launched that, you know, we realized I think actually even before it went public, I think we had it on beta. We're like, okay, wait, like who the heck is gonna actually uh, take the time to pick fifty-seven seven batters, right? That's that's, uh, that's that's asking a lot, right? I mean, you know, people have you know, less and less patience every day to do every anything, right? With, with, the, with the amount of stuff you can do on your phone. So we we simplified it. Uh, you know, talked to our folks in legal to make sure that it was still a, a skill-based contest, right? Of like, can we can you automatically generate picks, uh, you know, based off of several parameters, you know, certain things that you like, which is how we then designed the game. Um, and that was a feature actually that did pretty well for us, um, so I wouldn't say it's gone forever. I mean, part of it is that we have been, as you probably know, you know, the app's been rebuilt, uh, and there will be you know new iterations and new features coming out over the next few years. So, well, I can't promise it. I wouldn't say that feature is you know gone forever. And yeah, Bizarro beat the streak was a uh, the the go at least 0 for 27 right by picking nine guys uh, at a minimum. That was that was uh, you know I don't know. Let, let's, let, let's 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 exactly the moment we came up with it but that was a uh that that was a fun one that i would love to see return at some point too because you could argue you could argue that's you know that's pretty challenging right you're basically you know pitching a no hitter uh, against yourself um yeah. you know in, in a given night and you got to make sure you know you can't you can't pick players that are only going to go for one or maybe you, know, you you had to have you had to have the 27 at bats it wasn't even i don't think it was the play maybe it was play. no i think it was it was at bats right because you had to get 27 outs it wasn't just played appearance so that was a uh that was tricky, you know, tricky as well, too. Um, but putting in those mini games, smaller versions of things, if you have any ideas, please, because I, I ran out of them a long time ago when it comes to <laughs> music um, But yeah, well, any, any different twists, I'd love to hear it.
2: I think that me and Ryan could go 0 for 27 on the regular. I think we've shown the, the ability um, to really get that done. I, I emailed you once about gameplay during the year. I think it was when uh, the Manny Calamity, as, as we called it, when, when Machado hurt himself um, in his first at bat and was done and it took down, I think it was eight of the top 10 streakers. Um, and it was, Oh my God, just, just earth shattering. But then you told me, you reminded me of some other time. It was a Jeter, a Derek Jeter story. Could you refresh me? There
1: there are two stories. Okay. There, there was the famous, uh, and I I gotta say the streaks were both in the, in the upper four, they were above 45, right? Where our leader was this year. Yeah. Um, One was at 49. One was maybe at 49 or 50. The Jeter, one, the Jeter one was a uh, was a simple, uh, he didn't start and then decided to pinch hit like in the eighth inning and got one at bat like for the person to pick. That That was a bummer. The other one, though, was basically similar to Machado, was the DJ LeMayu, uh, who's famous for taking down, I think, like two of our top seven streakers ever. LeMayu uh, dove for a ground ball up the middle uh, early in a game after he, he was 0 for 1 at the time, had one at bat, dove for a ground ball, hurt something, wasn't a major injury. Um, but came out of the game, and that and that and that was it. And that and that you know that brought down our top streaker as well as I don't think it was eight of the top ten or whatever you just said, but it was it was pretty close, right? Uh, but yeah, Machado was, uh, was uh, pretty pretty nuts to take down that many people in, in one uh, one sort of fluky moment.
2: Do you do you think anyone's ever gonna do this? you Think anybody's ever gonna break it? I, I I mean you've obviously run the numbers, um, but in, in your gut, do you feel like you've created the unsolvable?
1: You know, I don't. I don't. It, it just, I, I was really, I was really sure. Uh, up, you know, when we first launched the game, we had a guy who worked for us. His name was Mark Bazone, a uh, really, really smart, sharp guy, uh, you know, business mind numbers guy. And he ran some sort of, you know, algorithm Excel spreadsheet formula. You know, again, this is, this is late. I guess this is early 2001. And he told us the odds were like 250 to what, whatever. If we had 250 people play, he's like, someone will win the first year. I was like, I don't think so. Um, You know, and we calculated the odds at the time Um, we I took I took, you know, a stat basically that I called hit rate. Right. Which is, you know, percent of games that a guy gets a hit in, took the top 10 hitters from the 2000 season. I think Darren Erstad actually was like the top hit rate guy. He had like all those hits in that one season in 2000. And it came out to like I think the number came out to the top 10 guys got a hit combined 77.8 percent of the time. We took that number, uh, put it out to the fifty seventh power and came out with the odds of being uh, whatever somewhere between two to four million to one. We adjusted that um, we'd adjusted that number through the years based on just trends in MLB. Um but yeah, I'm like, okay, two million to one, you know it it should happen at some point. Again, getting enough people, you know we've had at this point, we've had hundred and twelve people ever get to forty or above, I believe, is the number, which I kind of wow. like because one hundred and twelve is two times fifty six, so there's something nice about that. Um, and yeah, 112 people. And then, you know, and, and then, you know, once, once people got into the fifties, there was sort of that, that, wall of 49 that existed for a while, right. Up until 2017. And once 50 was crack, it's like, okay, it's got to happen. Right. It, at, at this point, you know, it's just, it's, it's bound to happen. You know, enough people having played the game, uh, you know, through the years, you know, over, I forget what the number is now, but you know, over a hundred million streaks or, I mean, ridiculously high numbers of attack, it's got to happen. So again, I still think it will happen. Uh, as I said before, we kind of we still we never really figured out what we do when it actually happens. So we probably should figure that out at some point. Um, you know, do we do we do we relaunch the game? Obviously, our insurance uh, premium would probably be a little bit different if someone were to win. Uh, so, you know, what's what what's then? You know, if the new mark is 58 or 59 or something else, um, do we base the game around that mark? Do we just go back to 56 breaking that, um, and that is something I will let uh, I will let you figure out because I again I, I ran I've run out of uh, run out of thoughts around that.
2: Well, another season where you don't have to really concern yourself uh, with <laughs> with what to do in that eventuality. Greg Klayman, um I can't tell you how many people I've talked to, uh, friends, colleagues, listeners, whatever, who have a love hate relationship uh, with the game, and i i I've assured all of them that they should not direct all those feelings to you. I mean, maybe the love, but not the hate. you know uh, you don't deserve it
1: yeah it's okay i'll I'll say t- I'll take whatever I can get.
2: So. <laughs> Thank you for uh, inventing this uh, this crazy thing, and thanks for the time. Appreciate sure.
1: it. All right. My pleasure. Good talking to you.
0: I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Just a really fascinating conversation between Spiegs and Gray Clayman, again, the inventor of Beat the Streak. Before we get to my BTS picks for the final day of the regular season, I want to remind you that you will have two options in the MLB Play app to play along this postseason, even though Beat the Streak will be done after today until next season. The postseason version of Base Chase, where you can play for your chance of fifty grand, And the postseason bracket challenge, where a perfect bracket can get you $100,000. I am for sure gunning for that grand prize. So you've got those two options. We will detail those further tomorrow on BTS Daily. 16 games on the final day of the regular season. And the playoff bracket is set in stone after the Braves clinched the NL East last night. In Miami, the Phillies lost in Houston, so the Astros and Yankees own the top two seeds in the American League. The Dodgers and the Braves own the top two seeds in the National League. They will both get a buy from this weekend's wild card round. Starting Friday in the American League, it will be Guardians Rays in the three six matchup, and Blue Jays versus Mariners in the four versus five. In the National League, Mets Padres in the four five, and Cardinals Phillies in the three six this weekend. Will certainly be a fun appetizer for the playoffs. And again, Speaks and I will make our postseason predictions on tomorrow's episode. But we do have business to get to. I want to end the season on a high note. I've got to build some momentum for 2023. As of today, will have any impact on my BTS success next year. But I've got three picks for you. We're going to go three for three, assuming that all three of these cats are in the lineup today. Porth pick number one. How about our guy, Stephen Kwan? The rookie is 3-for-5 this season against Royal starter John Hazley. Kwan has a hit in 14 of his last 16 games. I believe he gets one today in Cleveland. Fourth pick, number two. This one is part analytical and part anecdotal. Xander Bogarts could be playing his final home game in Boston today with free agency looming. He's got to get a knock, right? Bogarts is 5-for-8 in his career against race starter Josh Fleming. The Rays have nothing to play for anymore. And Bogarts hit a grand slam last night. I think he has a big day today. And then fourth pick number three. Look, Graham Ashcraft of the Reds has been pretty bad lately. He's given up 23 hits in 13-plus innings over his last three games. Good for a 390 batting average against. The Reds host the Cubs today in the season finale. And Ian Happ can't go the full series without getting a hit in Cincinnati, right? Ian Happ owns Grand American Small Park. I think he goes yard off of Ashcraft today. And yes, the last fourth pick of the season comes against my beloved Cincinnati Reds. Subscribe now to BTS Daily Inside the Hits wherever you get your podcast because you do not want to miss one more episode tomorrow. Beat the Streak Daily Inside the Hits drops every weekday of the MLB season well before the first game of the day. Beat the Streak Daily is a production of Odyssey in partnership with Major League Baseball. Here's hoping that Stephen Kwan, Xander Bogarts, Ian Happen, whoever you're picking today, on the final day of MLB's regular season, hit them where they ain't.
2: Woo! We're streaking! We're streaking!